Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Welcome back to Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. And for the first time ever, first time ever, the two drunk brothers are in the same location. We are coming to you live from Studio Day Jarrett Ryan's house. Wow. Um, that was lame. <laughs> it was lame, but we're coming to you live from Terlac, Missouri on a Sunday night. Selection, Su- Selection Sunday wrapped up about a couple hours ago, and Travis and I did not think about how long it would take to actually fill out a bracket and take notes about it. Yeah, it was very long. Usually I just kind of, you know, fill out my bracket very whimsically if that's a word and just kind of just my gut feeling but this time I actually sat down and kind of looked more into it and I don't know if that's going to be better or if that's going to be worse but we'll find out we will find out we will find out indeed so um, this is going to be a very different episode we are going to literally go through the entire NCAA bracket now we're not going to give you like full breakdowns every single game because some are obviously no brainers compared to others but we're going to go through um, we're going to go first round, then second round, then Sweet 16, Elite 8, by each region. Um, and at the end, by we'll, the region? Yeah. Okay. At the end, we'll kind of arrive at what we see as how how we kind of see the tournament. Um, we'll not talk about gambling a lot on this podcast. We're going to just kind of just tweet out lines because it'll be, and Travis will probably be handling the bulk of that because I'll be in Nashville this weekend for a concert. Yeah, so. we'll just be tweeting out some of our... Some of our favorite lines that we like and kind of get it to you guys that way. But a majority of it's going to be the uh, the bracket. For sure. For sure. So, so again, first time ever we're in the same location. Um, we're going to start off. We're going to go with the East region first. Um, obviously, both of us have Duke advancing into the, into the second round. That's that's yeah. a no-brainer. We're going to jump right into the 8-9 game. you got the 8-seeded VCU um the, the Rams, right? VCU Rams, I believe. Yeah, and then the nine-seeded nine UCF Golden Knights. Travis, who do you got in this game? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> this eight-nine seed really never takes off a whole lot because they have to play the one seed. So typically, it's just kind of this one game, a little guesser. But um, UCF has beaten more high-quality teams. Uh, they beat Houston and Cincinnati. Um, they have their giant big man in Taco Fall. He's a monster. I think he will be pretty much the difference maker in this game and I have UCF winning over VCU. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm in the same boat. It's going to be a good defensive matchup. Both teams allow less than 64 points a game. Um, so for that reason, peep the under for you guys. That's that's the first thing I want to throw out there for gambling reasons. Uh, but I am also going to take UCF because they play in a tougher conference in the Atlantic 10. I just think they have more weapons and have played kind of a tougher gauntlet. So For sure. With that being said, we're going to roll right into the next one. It's the five, the first 5-12 matchup. These are always great for upsets. you got Mississippi State. The five seed versus Liberty. Uh, Travis, which way are you leaning for this one? Um, I'm leaning on Mississippi State. I think that people are going to look deeper into this matchup because it is a 5-12. I think Mississippi State's a decently strong team. Um, I don't know much about Liberty. um, But like I said, I think it's going to be closer than what it actually is going to be. Uh, So give me the SEC. I'll take Mississippi State. I'm in the same boat. Again, you know, the 512 is a popular upset, and people may look at this more than they should. But on paper, Mississippi State is a better team. I know that doesn't always mean anything in, in March. Um, but, you know, they played in a tougher conference, so I'm taking the Bulldogs as well. For sure. Um, and that brings us to the next one, number four, Virginia Tech. First number 13, SLU, St. Louis University. Who do you have? So yeah, SLU kind of snuck into the tournament. They, oh, they stole for sure snuck in. Yeah, they 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 stole a bit. I mean, there's some bubble teams that didn't get in because SLU won the won the A10 because um, they probably if SLU didn't win, I think SLU would have been in a better spot if they didn't win if they didn't win the conference because they had been like a top seed in in the NIT. Yeah, they uh, definitely wouldn't have made it without that. Yeah, so they they snuck into the conference tournament. I don't see them stealing one here against Virginia Tech. Um, their magic kind of fizzles out. It sucks because we're both St. Louis natives, and I'd like to yep. see them do well. But Virginia Tech's a solid team and a solid conference in the <clears throat> ACC, so I'm taking the Hokies. Yeah, and even being from St. Louis, I don't. I still don't think that they're that good. And even then, I'm probably – I mean, I always love to see upsets, but I don't think that they're going to beat Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a strong team, um, and they're not going to lose this game in the first round against a team like SLU. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, so, you know, we're going to have those games. Um, so pretty much we agree on everything so far. We're going to roll into a, a big matchup here. you got the 6-seeded Maryland Terrapins facing um, an 11-seed playing team. Either it's going to be Belmont or Temple. So if we're not going to talk about the first four, but if we if one of us has one of the first four teams winning, we'll talk about who we have and why. But Travis, who do you have winning this game against Maryland and the 11-seeded playing winner? All right, so I am going the first upset here. Um, I'm taking the number 11. I'm taking Belmont, um, saying that they beat Temple. Hopefully they do. Um, If not, I might rescind this. But Belmont is third in the country in effective field goal percentage, um, shooting 57.8% in that regards. Um, I've never been able to trust Maryland. They've just been that team that I've always been weary on picking. So with that, I'm going with Belmont saying that they do beat Temple because of the same reasons they'll beat Maryland. Again, Travis and I have the uh, pretty pretty similar brackets. We did fill them out in the same room, but we didn't talk about them anytime we're filling yeah, them out. This is totally myster- mysterious for Yeah, us. yeah, we don't know who, who has what here. Um, I also have Belmont winning the first four, um, and then again against Maryland. Um, before their loss to Murray State in the Ohio Valley Conference Tourney this weekend, they hadn't lost since January 17th, so you know it's two months they hadn't lost. Um, they also are second in the country in points per game. They scored 87.4 points per game, so they can light up the scoreboard. Also important to note, at least one of the first four winners has advanced past the first round every year in the tournament since the first four has been a thing. Okay. So at least one of those playing game teams always makes it past the first round. 
this year, I, th- I think that that team's Belmont. Yeah, and I think that's the only one of the playing teams that I have winning. So, well, I've, well, two two of the other ones are sixteen seed teams. Yeah. So obviously, we're not picking those. I don't think I have the other one. So that that works good. We're both picking Belmont on that end. Uh, moving into another one, it's a game that I see being probably heavily discussed as number three LSU versus number fourteen Yale. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to pick Yale here whenever the brackets were coming out. Um, th- this was the first this was the first region they kind of revealed, and I saw Yale against LSU. I was like, ooh, that's intriguing because you know a couple of years like every year it seemed like Harvard or some Ivy League team always upset somebody, um, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, LSU, despite all of the issues they have going on off the court, are the better team on paper, and I think that's going to prevail in this matchup. So I'm actually going to stick with LSU, even though every every part of my being told me to pick Yale. Yeah. I agree, and actually at the beginning of the year, LSU was one of my Final Four teams. Mm-hmm. So picking against them here would just kind of go against everything that I talked about earlier. I know losing Will well, you, Wade. You also didn't know that Will Wade was going to get fired right, but let go. I still think talent, talent-wise, they have enough to beat Yale. Yeah, sure, they're probably not going to end up being a Final Four team, especially in this corner of the bracket, but they they shouldn't lose to an Ivy League school like Yale in the first round. Yeah, I agree, I agree. So that brings us to... Probably the last big match we'll talk about before before we round out this this region because that we both probably have Michigan State beating Bradley at the yeah. two fifteen. So we're not going to talk much about that. The other, <coughs> excuse me, shit. Um, we have the seven seeded Louisville Cardinals versus the number ten seeded Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, who do you have here, Trav? An ACC Big Ten matchup. All right. So Minnesota ranks one hundred twenty sixth in defensive efficiency, making Louisville's. 100% average offense even better. It's going to allow them to score uh, more easily than they could against a decent defense. Um, meanwhile, they also beat UNC and Michigan State mm-hmm. this year. So I think that with Minnesota's awful defense, they can come in and get the job done and kind of sneak through to that second round. Yeah, that's kind of what I had. Louisville plays in a high-powered ACC. You could argue – you there's no arguing about it. They, they were the best – the ACC was the best conference in college yep. basketball this year. They went toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in that conference and beat some of the Big Ten's best, including Michigan State. Minnesota's in the Big Ten. They're not in the upper echelon there. Louisville's a better team. I'm picking the Cardinals to win this one. All right, so first round, same exact same exact picks. All right, so we are moving into the second round of this East. Like So we're going we're gonna to do corners at a time until we work our way to the Final Four. So first matchup. Um, I have we, we both, both, we have, both we have the same, the same ones. Yeah, we have, we have so Duke, UC, Duke UCF in the second round, and again, I don't think there's much talking. But we both have Duke. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're not going to lose this early to a UCF team. Yeah, It'd be crazy, fucking crazy if they did. But I, I, I just don't see it. Duke's just so high powered on offense. I just don't see it happening. That's not gonna so that kind of moves into what I think is there's two intri- two really intriguing matchups in the second round that we both have that if they happen are going to be awesome to watch. The first one being Mississippi State and Virginia yeah. Tech. This is going to be a great game. Who do you have in this one, Trav? I agree. Um, I do not think Virginia Tech is very strong, and I actually had them as maybe possibly second-round bounce. But Mississippi State ranks 143rd in defense. Just not that good. It's going to allow <clears throat> um, Blackshear, their big man, to really be effective in the PNR game, and I think that that's where he, they're just going to dominate the game at and be able to get buckets whenever they need to. So I'm taking uh, Virginia Tech. I'm also taking Virginia Tech. So Travis and I are rolling with a lot of the same picks here. Um, they match up really, really well on paper. They both shoot 47% from the floor and are decent defensive teams in terms of 
you know, just overall defensive rank, Ken Palm, um, you know, uh, you know, defensive uh, points per game against, you know, they both kind of rank similar. But the one outlier I found is that Virginia Tech turns the ball over less. And I think that'll be a big key here yeah. is keeping those turnovers low. Um, so I'm also going to take the Hokies to beat Mississippi State here and what I think is going to be probably one of the better second-round games if it does happen. <clears throat> this one was really tough for me. Wouldn't be surprised if Mississippi State wins. No, me neither. But I have Virginia Tech. So. Same. Um, let's move on to the third <clears throat> out of four of this uh, no corner. Way. Jesus, I'm looking at Travis' computer, and this is this insane house. <laughs> um, number three, LSU versus we both have number 11, Belmont. Um, what do you got here? <laughs> I just look at your computer. This is funny. Uh, I have I have Belmont winning this game. Um, I'm gonna ride the hot hand here. I say Belmont takes down LSU. Um, they're in LSU. Like, you, yes, they're like we didn't say that would affect them in the first round. They're paying, playing 14th ranked Yale. It very well could, but I think here's where the controversy yep. off the floor takes over. Um, you know, kind of it. No matter how good they are on the floor and, and in the game. Anything that's going on off the court can take away from the team itself. So uh, I just think that's going to kind of cloud their whole thing, and I'm going to take Belmont here. <clears throat> yeah, and not only that, I have the same thing, obviously, but uh, going off that, like here's where missing Will Wade will affect them. Because Belmont is so good on offense and their offense efficiency is very good, it's going to allow them to go on runs and find a way to really take away that coaching component of the game where Will Wade would be like, okay, I'm going to call a timeout and draw something up to defend this. This inexperienced coach is not going to know what to do in this for instance. Sure. So for sure. We, yeah. we both have Belmont moving on. Wild. Same matchups. Um, moving on into the last one of this corner for the second round. Number seven, Louisville versus number two, Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep it simple. I mean, yeah. Michigan State is a great team. Louisville isn't. Uh, and I think that that's kind of how it is. I have Michigan State winning. Not to say Louisville's a bad team. They could possibly beat a two-seed if it wasn't Michigan State. But their record and resume. We both think Michigan themselves. State should have been a one-seed after winning the Big yes, Ten Championships. Absolutely. So we think they got robbed. Um, so I just I think they're a very good team. Which kind of, I think our Sweet 16 in this bracket is pretty simple. I have Duke beating Virginia Tech and also have Michigan State beating Belmont. Yep. It's kind of think the Belmont magic runs out. And Duke's just so high-powered. They played Virginia Tech this year. They know them. Um, so I have Duke and Michigan State winning. I think you're the kind of the same boat. Yeah, and <clears throat> you will find this to be similar in the end. Like When you when it comes down to it, the top teams are the top teams, and there's also just almost no beating them this year. Um, Duke and Michigan State are, are two of those top teams, yeah. and they're just going to find a way to the Elite Eight. So that comes down to the Elite Eight matchup in this bracket, which if it happens to be Duke and Michigan State, I think it will be one of the most electric games in the tournament this year, besides my championship game, which I think would be a phenomenal right. one that I have. Um, so it's Duke. we both have Duke and Michigan State. I just think all – I think first of all, I think it's unfair that these two teams are in the, are in the same corner of the bracket. I'm just going to say uh, that. Yeah, I mean, it's unfair that Michigan State didn't get a one seed. That should be Duke and Virginia here. I wouldn't even have Virginia going this far, but it shouldn't be – it shouldn't be Michigan State. Anyway, unfair to them it that is Duke's going to beat them. Duke, Duke's going to win. Duke, and Travis and I were talking about this like before the podcast. Like At the beginning of the week, I would not have picked Duke to go this far in the tournament because no Zion. There's they didn't, With they, Zion on the floor, they're 100% a different team. Yeah, and they just the ACC tournament, they were on a mission. And I think they, they showed an interview with, with Zion and R.J. Barrett after they won the ACC championship. Zion just said, killers kill. I'm like, Fuck, dude! This dude, like, they are out. They are out for blood. And I didn't know because I hadn't watched a whole ton of Duke. I mean, I've seen a little bit of their games, but I didn't know that Zion controls the five spot on defense. 
Um, yeah. So he just locks down their center. And I was watching them play UNC, and he was just shutting down Luke May. So I think there's just no problem that they're, he's going to be able to lock down any center they play. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, so that is our um, our East. It's crazy. These same exact picks in the East. Uh, we both had Duke, Michigan State in lead eight and Duke going to the Final Four. All right, we're going to roll into the West. Obviously, Gonzaga is the one seed in this corner of the bracket. So we both had like Gonzaga beating whoever the fuck they play in that play, from that playing game. Um, which takes us to the 8-9 matchup in the West. It is the Syracuse Orange out of the ACC versus number 9 seed Baylor out of the Big 12. Who do you got here, Trav? Um, I have Syracuse. They have just that killer zone defense. Jim Beheim, killer zone defense. <laughs> um, get it? Sorry. Because he, he killed a guy. Wow. <laughs> a little dark, dark humor, but I had to do it. Uh, anyway, no, uh, I think this one will be close because Syracuse doesn't have that great of an offense, but their defense will keep them in it and allow them to pull it out. Like I said, these 8-9 matchups, especially in this instance, aren't that big of a deal because they're going on to play Gonzaga, but I have Syracuse. Same. I mean, again, Travis and I have the same. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Exact bracket so far. Uh, Q's plays in the ACC. It's top tier competition. Big 12 was very lackluster this year. Uh, Q's also took down Duke earlier in the year, which yeah. is important to note. So they're a good team. They can get hot anytime. time. Their, their strength of schedule is also eighth in the country compared to Baylor's 30, 32. Um, so I think they're the better team overall. They put into a conference. They're more polished, I guess you could say. So I'm going to take the orange here. Yeah. Going into our 5-12 matchup, which... I'm pretty sure Polkman the same way. This is the it's the number five seeded Marquette versus number twelve seeded Murray State. Twelve fives <clears throat> are tough. They're 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 big upsets to pick. So who do you have? I kind of hate this because, as you all know now, that I'm I'm high on Marquette, and I was kind of convincing Jared to be high on Marquette, but then they kind of shit the bed for us in the uh, what what conference? Do they play? They're in? Big East, right? Are they Big East? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, Big East. They shut the bed. They lost to Seton Hall, um, <clears throat> and they just kind of have been falling flat lately. Versus an electric Murray State team. Uh, they have John Morant, however you say it. 
I don't know. I, I'm sure I butchered it. But he's a stud. Butchered. Butchered. Sorry. <laughs> Drunk. He's top draft pick, and I think he wants to win, and I think he wants to move on. He's going to allow them to do that. They have a top 10 offensive efficiency, um, so they're going to beat Marquette. There it is, 12-5. Again, we're rolling the same thing. We have the same bracket so far. I like So I wrote down two words, John Morant. I mean, the the 12-5 games are some of the biggest for upsets. People, uh, if you if you have a bracket, you don't pick a 12-5, a 12 over a 5, you're a fucking moron. Um, but as soon as I saw this this one on the bracket when it came out in the show, I hated I, it. I Travis hated it, but I immediately in my head I go, that's a fucking 12-5 upset for me. I always pick two, so here's my first one. Yep. I always pick two, maybe sometimes three, but I always pick two, and here's here's number one for me. When the brackets got released, I immediately penciled in in my head. Marquette faded at the end of the year. And Morant can take over a game. Like, he is a game to But the thing player. that sucks is if he's not on, they're losing. That's fine. But you know as well as I do, Marquette faded at the end of the year. Yeah. They weren't as solid as they were. Travis convinced me to be high on Marquette. I was. And they just got a shitty draw. So we, we both have yeah. have the racers out of the Ohio Valley in this one. Rolling into our next one, Florida State and Vermont. You do have anything crazy here? You have FSU? No, I didn't, but... I actually wanted to pick Vermont going into the tournament because I had been keeping track with them in their conference tournament. They're just crazy high-powered. But against Florida State, I love Florida State. I watched them in the tourney, and I'm just going to have to roll with them. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of Florida State this year. When I saw them, I'm like, man, Florida State, like, four? Come on. Um, but Travis like, hey, man, they're pretty good. So, you know, I looked into some stats, and I agree. Like, I have Florida State here. Like, usually I pick a 13-4 every year, too, and I think this is the first year I didn't. Spoiler I don't think alert. I did as well. Um... So, yeah, Go, rolling into our next one, we have the six-seeded Buffalo. They're not the Bills. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. They're the it's Buffs? They are the Buffs. Fuck. Buffalo Buffs? That's fucking stupid. No, I don't fucking know. Who cares? Either way. They're Buffalo out of the out of the MAC. Fun fact, this is the highest seed a team from the MAC has ever been. They're a six-seed before this year. The highest seed a team from the MAC has ever been is an eight. So fun fact there, just to kind of sprinkle some knowledge into your day. Uh, they are playing uh, another playing game winner. They're the Bulls. The Buffalo Bulls. My bad. Sorry, we're, we're idiots. Um, Bulls, Bills. So number six, Buffalo is playing another playing team. They're playing the winner of ASU and St. John's. Um, so Travis, who do you have here in this Buffalo 11 seed playing game winner? Um, I was looking into this, and it's like 6-11. That's a pretty... Pretty easy upset to happen. Oh yeah, um, and I that I think Arizona State and St. John's are going to beat the shit out of each other in that playing game, and then Buffalo's going to come in and kind of take over. I have Buffalo winning. They've been on a rampage. Their average margin of victory is almost fourteen points, one of the highest in the country. Um, and they have what it takes to get it done in crunch time. I know. In the championship game of their conference tournament yesterday, they were it was like a close game down to the end. Of the, down to the end, they ended up winning by like fifteen. So I mean, they they they, and that's a big testament of a team that can actually you know up you know throw some wrinkles in, into into some shit is able to close out games when other teams can't. They Michigan, like, Michigan, let's go. <laughs> wish they could meet Michigan if you haven't if you have, if you haven't gone that far in this corner of the bracket. Anyway, I also have Buffalo, one of the best surprise teams this year. I think they got jobbed. I think their seeds a little lower than what it should have been. Yep. But again, I think it's because they came from the MAC. Um, and I like Travis said, like one 
Arizona State and St. John's are going to beat the shit out of each other. Could be a fun game to watch for for a playing game. Yeah. Um, and I just think that Buffalo's better than a lowly Pac-12 team, which had a very lackluster basketball season this year, or St. John's. So I have Buffalo just for that simple reason. Which rolls us into our next one, Texas Tech and Northern Kentucky. Three Texas Tech versus 14 Northern Kentucky. I like Northern Kentucky as a team. I just don't see them beating Texas yeah. Tech here. There's not really much to talk about. I don't know a whole lot about Northern Kentucky, but to overlook this matchup. I gambled on them a few times at the end of the year, and they won me some money. So There you go. Um, you always got to... You always got to go with the teams that win you money. But Texas Tech won the Big 12 title. They fell short of it. Uh, they won the regular season title. Okay, but they didn't win the Big 12 championship tournament. No. Anyway, I don't think they're going to let themselves fall short in the first round against Northern fucking Kentucky. Me neither. I think they are pissed off at how they performed in the Big 12 tournament and um, after winning the regular season title, and I don't think it's going to happen. So going to our next game here in the West bracket, in the West region, you have the number seven seeded Nevada Wolfpack versus number ten Florida Gators out of the SEC. Who do you have here, Trev? Um, I have Nevada. Love the SEC, but I know myself and you picked Nevada in your final four team as a final four team in the preseason. They have the Martin brothers who are seniors. Um, they're just I feel like they're going to come out and be hot. This could be the last basketball they ever play. Um, in their last dance, so give me the pack. Man, and we have the same bracket still to this point. I also have the Nevada Wolfpack. Again, like Travis said, one of my final four picks in the preseason. It didn't pan out how I thought. They didn't have a, as great of a season as everyone thought. But they're still – what's what's interesting about Nevada is they're long and they're athletic. Like all their players are fucking mm-hmm. super long and athletic. Led by uh, by a six foot seven senior Jordan Caroline, yeah. who's a fucking animal. He's so good. Um, and what's interesting about Nevada is I think they could have, have potential to be anybody – I think they'll beat Florida easily, but they can turn defense and offense quick. Like getting those turnovers, turning in, make, making them go in in, in a transition. Um, and I just think that is a recipe to beat Florida, and maybe even go deeper than that. But I also have the Wolfpack here as well. All right, let's uh, move on into this final matchup of the first round down in this corner of the bracket. We have number two Michigan versus number fifteen Montana. Montana's intriguing here, uh, but Michigan's a solid team. They hold they hold their opponent opponents under four, under sixty four points a game. 14, that'd be really impressive. Um, <laughs> but they hold their opponents under 64 points a game. So, I, I mean, as much as it as you like to see a 15 upset of two, except for Norfolk State, fuck you, Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> um, it's not going to happen here. I think Michigan easily wins this one. I'm going to do it. Mm. I'm picking it. This is our first. He's doing it. Listen up. I was going through these conversations, wow. watching them wow. every day, and I put I put a note in my computer that said, Cinderella teams, look for Montana. And I'm going to do it here just from the simple fact that Michigan has fucked me so hard lately. They can't finish games. Jarrett said that their defense is good. So coming down to the end, when Michigan can't score at the end of a the game, they're going to be able to hold them to less points. Um, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Montana here over Michigan. I like dude's ballsy. I mean, it's, it's my ballsy pick of the tournament. Here it is. It may not happen, but I'm doing it. That's a big one. I have Michigan going a little bit, a lot farther actually. So, I mean, but I'm I'm the kind of guy I don't give a fuck about my bracket. Like I'll cheer for an upset every day of the week unless I have money on it. But wild, wild move. When's the last time a 15 beat it to? I know it hasn't happened for a while. It might be the year Norfolk and Lehigh. I don't think so. I think I think it's been since. Look that up, and we'll we'll kind of move on. So Travis is calling. 
The first disagreement in our brackets is in the West region. Travis has the 15 seeded Montana Grizzlies. Shout out Brit Block. Yeah. Shout out Brit Block <laughs> over in Italy now. He's not even Korea anymore. Yep. Um, he has the 15 seeded Montana Grizzlies beating the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, 2016, Middle Tennessee beat Michigan State. So another team from Michigan. So who knows? Dude. That's what it is. I remember that game. That was fucking wild, actually. Yeah. Um, so we're going to roll on to the second round, who, which is was going to look the exact same. Travis has a little bit of mig- wrinkle in the bottom of it. Second round of the West region. We both have Gonzaga playing Syracuse. I think we both have Gonzaga winning this one, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not ecstatic about Gonzaga, but I don't see them failing to make this Sweet 16 two years in a row. That's true. Yeah, yeah like I said. They lost to a nine seed last year. That's what happened. Zags lost in the second round last year. Um, and it's very tempting this year because uh, Jim Beheim's a hell of a coach. Oh, he's a great coach. Definitely one of the best ever. Yeah, Hall, Hall of Famer. Um, but I think they Just get like it done. Ray Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking, fucking fuck. Um, but I think they get it done here against Syracuse on most days. And I think this is going to be an average day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have no real reason. But I just think Gonzaga doesn't lose two years in a row in the second round. Three years in a row in the second round. For sure. Um, moving on to the second one. We both have number 12, Murray State, versus number 4, Florida State. Um, I can see who you got, but go ahead and tell them. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, Florida State is coming into this tournament as hot as any team. I mean, they've only lost two games since February 1st, and those were to UNC and Duke. Yeah. They have a stellar defense, and I think that alone is able to keep their Murray State's one shining star John Morant out of the game. Yeah, we we are very similar here. Yeah, I mean Murray State is electric, but I, they they're definitely going to run into the better team here in Florida State. It could, I think it has the potential to be a super close game and come down to the end. But the only man that only one man can take you so far. Exactly, double them, whatever, like whatever it is. I mean, you're playing 2K or whatever, whatever you play NBA Live. I was playing the other night and. I was playing playing with LeBron and I had like thirty five points in the fourth quarter and they just kept doubling. Oh me. yeah, you can. I don't know. Don't people. know what the fuck. Don't didn't know what the fuck. Trap to do. them. They have one man that's good. I'm I'm sure that <clears throat> Murray State has a couple other people who aren't ter- who aren't bad, but they have one man that's going to take them to the Sweet Sixteen, and I don't think they're they're going to do it. So we both have Florida State beating Murray State in the second round to go to the Sweet Sixteen. The next matchup on the docket here in the West in the second round, we both have Buffalo. Playing Texas Tech, number six Buffalo versus number three Texas Tech. Travis loves Texas Tech, so I'm thinking he's picking Texas Tech here. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Texas Buffalo. Tech fell apart in the Big 12 tourney, um, and I think that they can do it again. I mean, obviously. Uh, they have one of the best defenses, and that's gotten them this far, but I feel like it can only get you so far because Buffalo has an amazing offense, um, and they're, they're scoring 85 points per game compared to Texas Tech's uh, 73. So. Yep. So I wrote down two polar opposite teams here. Texas Tech's defense is stifling. Buffalo can score. Texas Tech isn't bad scoring in their own right. And everything else that you look at, like everything that I found really, was telling me to pick the the Red Raiders here. But like Travis said, they faltered at the end of the year. They lost early in the Big 12 tournament. And I think that is a testament to the kind of team that they are. So I'm going to take the Buffalo. What's their name again? Fuck, the, I already forgot. The Bulls. Bulls. I said I had the Bulls. The Buffalo. I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bulls here. Number six seed, number, upset number three seed in the second round. So, again, so far only one pick different here. One pick different, and that's leading into this game. Yep. Jared has number seven, Nevada, versus number two, Michigan. I have number seven, Nevada, versus number 15, Montana. I'm going to go ahead and talk first because yeah. Travis's game's probably if, – if Travis's game does happen, it'll be awesome. You know, seven, 15 second round games, the – 
Very few ones we've seen have been awesome. I have number seven, Nevada versus number two, Michigan. I'm going to keep it straight straight to the point here. Michigan smothers you with their defense. So that long athletic team that Nevada has, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with them. And they're not used to having a defense in front of them like that. So Michigan kind of wins this one for me. Fair enough. And I think for me, seven, Nevada versus number 15, Montana kind of speaks for itself. Honestly, if I didn't have Montana beating Michigan, I would have Nevada beating Michigan. I almost had Nevada beating Michigan here, but I don't know why. I, I fell in love with Michigan again this year. I do it every year. I don't know why. But last so, year they were championship last year, team. Yeah, they did good. So, um, But like I said, it's really only one pick different for me that allows for a crazy upset. Uh, so I'd have Nevada winning regardless. So that's who I have. Alrighty, rolling into the Sweet 16 for the West. Then we have both have Gonzaga versus Florida State. I'm going to let Travis go here first. I don't know how you're leaning, but I'm leaning a a type of way. Yeah, I lean Florida State. Yes, me too. It's crazy. I'm just not a huge fan on on Gonzaga. Um, No, me neither. And I don't know if I like Florida State this much, but apparently I do. Kelly Olenek's fucking dirty hair ass. (laughs) Um, But I'm not in love with Gonzaga. I I never have been. They can fall apart easily. I mean, shit. They play in a weak-ass conference in this quarter. This quarter of the bracket could be straight chalk for as much as I know. Or it could get hazy like I'm going. So I'm going to go with my gut here and roll Florida State. Same thing. I wrote the Zags fall. FSU's smothering defense stifles a strong offense. Like Gonzaga <laughs> can score. But they've never played. They haven't played a defense all year that is a smothering and can and as good as Florida State's. Um, and their, the Zags' lack of defensive capabilities takes them out of the game. Because if, if, if you can't stop them and, everyone's, and the other team's scoring at will, you're going to lose. So I have the four-seeded Florida State Seminoles. Going to Elite Eight, which leads us to our other Sweet 16 game. I have Buffalo versus Michigan. Travis has Buffalo versus Nevada. I'm going to talk first because mine's more boring. Uh, Buffalo, their, their magic kind of kind of runs out here. Um, and for the same reason FSU wins, I have Michigan winning. They're, they have a stifling defense and ability to keep their opponents second chances to a minimum here. So I have the uh, Michigan Wolverines moving into the Elite Eight to play the Florida State Seminoles. All right, yeah, I do too. No, you... or wait, sorry, <laughs> I was reading something totally different. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have number six Buffalo versus number seven Nevada, and what would be honestly a fun game to watch in a Sweet Sixteen yeah, matchup. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, it, it was hard as hell for me to pick. They're two very evenly matched teams on paper. It'd be crazy if it comes down to this. Um, but for me, it came down to the better defensive team, which was Nevada. So I have number seven Nevada. Moving to the Elite Eight. There you go. There you go. I had Nevada as a Final Four team at the beginning of the year. So going to Elite Eight, I have number four, Florida State, versus number two, Michigan. Travis is Florida State versus Nevada. And I have a little bit of a mix-up here. Um, I <clears throat> think Michigan does not make it to back to the Final Four this year. I am going to go with a wild-card pick here and pick Florida State. They both have good defenses. Um, so, again, if this game actually does happen, I'm looking at the under here. Michigan has the ability to fall apart late in games. We talked about that already. Uh, and I can see them doing exactly that and like thinking that they have all the tools to make it back to the Final Four, but they don't. Um, and they miss back. They miss out on, on back-to-back appearances. So I think the Florida State Seminoles shocked this entire corner of the bracket as the four seed and make it make it to, to the Final Four. Yeah, that's not big of a shock because I have the same exact fucking that's thing. That's fucking crazy. It's dude. crazy. And as much as I wanted to roll with Nevada, because I went with Jared's pick... Um, for the tournament predict for the conference tournament predictions and 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And went with Oregon, and to have Nevada go to the Final Four, I really want to, and I'm gonna kick myself in the ass. But this is kind of also me saving my ass at this point because Nevada could very well lose to Florida in the first round, and yeah. I don't want a Final Four team out in the first round. So I kind of saved my ass and went with Florida State. They're a very well-rounded team, um, and they can very easily do that given their matchups that they've had at this point. Most definitely, most definitely. So, so far going in through through two corners of the bracket, Travis and I have a pretty similar bracket, which is crazy. Both the same Final Four teams. The only difference we have is the bottom is the bottom part of that West bracket. Travis picked that fifteen two upset to kind of shook things up a bit. But other than that, I mean, they're they're pretty fucking similar. I mean, they're they're identical. Other than that, yeah. All right, we are halfway through the bracket, looking damn near identical, but kind of not. Um, pretty shocked though. We're moving in the south, the south portion, which is the top right of the bracket. If you're looking at it. Obviously, we have number one Virginia winning. Yep. Maybe not an obvious because it's number one Virginia. And Gardner Webb isn't a bad team, dude. Honestly, but... I honestly, I'm not going to say that. Holy shit, this could be an upset. But I like Gardner Webb. I mean, gambling wise, if you really want to look at it, look at it. The spread is 26 and a half. So I would take Gardner Webb if you're asking. If you're talking about me, first of all, I don't even think fucking Virginia can score enough points to cover twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't spread. think so. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like I don't know, sixty to forty something, fucking forty seven to thirty two or some shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, we both have Virginia winning, which brings us to our eight nine matchup in this corner of the bracket. It is the Ole Miss Rebels versus the Oklahoma Sooners, eight versus nine. Travis, who you got? Again, I hate eight nine matchups, but we're gonna go into it. Oklahoma is. 197th in scoring points per game. I don't think that can cut it. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick Ole Miss here. I mean, just from the simple fact that Oklahoma has terrible on offense, they cannot score worth a damn. Um, so I'm going with Ole Miss here. Let's go SEC. I'm going the same way. Uh, Ole Miss is uh, o- Oklahoma has lost eight of twelve coming into the tournament. Not great. Um, Ole Miss from, from a tougher conference, more impressive resume. I think, I, I think they get it done. Yep. And that goes on into the other 12-5 matchup. These are always interesting, like we've discussed. Number 5, Wisconsin versus number 12, Oregon. They didn't let me down in the ACC, or the Pac-12, will they let me down this time? What do you got? Wisconsin drew one of the toughest 12-5s in the yep. tournament. The, uh, I mean, I know I said that I was in love with Murray State. Over who fuck who are they playing again? Marquette. Marquette. I'm more in love with Oregon. Yeah, me too. Uh, I always, like I said, I told you guys, I always pick two. This is my second one. Um, I'm picking Oregon to beat Wisconsin here. First of all, Dave Portnoy from Barcel tweeted out a hilarious fucking tweet when their bracket were released. He said, "Wisconsin and Oregon, the first one of twelve wins." Both- I thought that was Washington. No, he's talking about Wisconsin, Oregon. First one of twelve. Wins. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah. But it was so like neither of these teams had scored. So again, in the first round. I'm going to peep this under and probably throw it in on a teaser. Um, Oregon is one of the hottest teams in, in the tournament. They oh, smacked, smacked number one seed Washington in the Pac-12 tourney 
as the sixth seed. So quack quack, motherfuckers! Oregon yeah. Ducks are gonna win this one. I'm in the same boat. I mean, this is absolutely I'm insane. Um, I know Wisconsin has a huge offensive role in uh, Ethan Happ, their big man. Oregon has a top 20 defense, so I don't think they're going to have a problem with, with limiting those people. So give me Oregon, baby. Let's yep. go. Keep that train rolling. <laughs> Into the next matchup, number 4, K-State versus number 13, UC Irvine. Don't have a lot to say about this one. I'm really high on K-State. So I mean, they're gonna, straight they're gonna gut pick, yeah. K-State. Yeah. On to the next one, number 6, Villanova versus number 11, St. Mary's, which I could be see being one of the best games in the first round. I went back and forth on this on this pick so much. Like honestly, when it, when it comes to first round picks, this was probably one I flip flopped the most. Yeah, I can. I mean, this is gonna be the toughest one. Villanova ranks in the top twenty in offensive efficiency, and I think their six seed is a little low. If you're asking me, um, St. Mary's came into the tourney after beating Gonzaga, um, but I think that's where their kind of Cinderella, Cinderella story ends. I was look. I looked at all the stats, and I mean, it's gonna be a good matchup on paper. I just think they don't have enough firepower to kind of get it done. I picked them on my gut at first, and the more maybe I should have kept it. But actually, no, I had Nova first, and I flipped back and forth, so I, I landed on Villanova just because of their pure ability to score. Yeah, I just looked at this and picked St. Mary's, and then looked deeper into it. They have a efficiency-wise, St. Mary's has a better offense and defense. Um, they have beaten Gonzaga, so they have beaten a one seed in here. And, I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of either team. I don't see them making a run regardless. No. So I can see either one ending in the second round. So I'm just going to pick just from the sheer standpoint of picking an upset here and take St. Mary's. Okay. Okay. So I see that. I see that. I, I mean, again, I'll flip back and forth. So a disagreement here. We're going to roll into the next one, which is a no-brainer in my eyes. Uh, Purdue and Old Dominion, number three Purdue versus number 14 Old Dominion in the south corner of the bracket. I'm sure you have Purdue here. Yeah, I mean, they're just coming out versus a little country band. Old Dominion, <laughs> they're intriguing, though. I mean, they have a suffocating defense, but I just don't see Purdue losing the first round after being bounced early in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I mean, um, they're a number three seed for a reason. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're solid. They have I, the actually had, I actually had Purdue winning the Big Ten tournament myself. Yeah, you had, you had them winning it. They got bounced early. Not a huge deal in the sense that they're a number three seed playing 14, so yeah, obviously straight gut pick here. Purdue for sure next one number seven Cincinnati versus number 10 Iowa I know Travis's feelings on Iowa so I'll just let him go ahead and go yeah I love this matchup for Cincinnati because Iowa can just go fucking die in a ditch for all I care I'm not a fan of this team I think it's an easy one for Cincinnati Iowa's offense is absolutely garbage horrible horrible I would I uh was watching that when they played they played Michigan right in the Big Ten tournament and I think to like Seven minutes left in the second. They hadn't hit a three all game. It's fucking insane. I've watched, kind of going on this, so you're picking, obviously picking Cincinnati. Obviously. I watched about all of ten minutes of Iowa this year. That's all I needed to see. No offense, propped up by shitty competition in the Big Ten. Also important to notice, important to note, is this game is in Ohio. So it's essentially a Cincinnati a home game for Cincinnati. Yeah, and Cincinnati's been good this year, so you know their fans are going to show up. Exactly, so... Give me Cincy to roll in that one big. I don't know what the spread is off the top of my head, but um, I can look at it real quick while we're going. Cincinnati this. minus point five. Yeah, so, so to win, hammer, hammer Cincy. Fucking bet the mortgage on them. Yeah. Um, this rolls into our two seated matchup, two versus fifteen in this in this corner in the south. Not uh, even going to talk about it. Tennessee versus Colgate. We both have Tennessee. Yeah, they're just yeah. going to brush their teeth with them. 
<laughs> so let's uh, move on to the second round of this south corner. Yep. Uh, west corner. No, it's the south. Is it it's south? The south, yeah. Motherfuck. So south we got corner. Virginia. We both have Virginia versus Ole Miss. I got UVA smashing Ole Miss in a very yeah. lackluster game. Yeah, they have an easy road so far. Super yeah. easy. I wouldn't say it's a breeze, but I think that they should beat Ole Miss with no problem. I actually think Gardner Webb is going to be tougher for Virginia than Ole Miss. <laughs> Probably so. So, which rolls into our next one. We both picked Oregon to upset Wisconsin in the first round, and we have Kansas State beating UC Irvine. So we have Oregon, 12 seeded Oregon versus number four K State. I don't know which way you're leaning here, so I'm gonna let you go first. Um, I looked over and I saw yours, and it's kind of disappointing because I think Oregon's luck runs out here. Um, you had them in your final four to begin the year, yep. looking like a solid chance, and then I feel like they just run into a buzzsaw of K State here. They have a rock solid defense to shut down what little amount of scores that Oregon has left. Yep. No bowl, bowl, not a lot of diversity on offense. Going K State. Like Travis said, you know, I also have K-State. I really, really wanted to pick Oregon here, but sometimes luck runs dry, and I think that's the case here. Um, K-State can defend really well. Like Travis said, they're smothering fourth in the Ken Palm in defensive, defensive rankings. Neither team is too skilled on the offensive side of the game, though. Yeah. So, again, if this game does happen, I'm probably hammering the under. I'll be in Nashville probably drinking, and I'm hammering the under. Um, so I think K-State's experience along with their D will kind of lead them here, and I have them – Winning this game and going to the Sweet 16, which moves us into our next game. Travis has number 11, St. Mary's, in the second round playing number three, Purdue. I have number six, Villanova, playing Purdue. I feel like we both have the same outcome, though. So Yeah. Um, I just think Purdue outscores St. Mary's. Um, these are two tough games in a row for St. Mary's to go up against Villanova and Purdue. They crumble, fall apart, Purdue wins. Um, so I have six-seeded Villanova versus number three-seeded Purdue in the second round. All the stats, I think, honestly, if you look at if Villanova does win that first round game and is going to go up against Purdue, all the stats tell you to take Nova here. I mean, literally every single fucking one of them I found. But one that I found, number three seeds have won 15 of the past 18 meetings with six seeds. So for that reason alone, I think yeah. Purdue's a solid team. I'm, I'm going to take Purdue here to roll. There it is. Um, let's move on into the last um, second round matchup of second round. Yeah, second round of the south corner of the bracket. We both we have bo- number two, Tennessee, versus number seven, Cincinnati. And I'm, lo- I'm looking over at Jarrett's bracket, um, so I'll let him go first. Upset City. Tennessee hasn't sold me at all. Their dreadful performance today, Sunday that is, in the SEC Championship game solidified my reasoning for not picking them here. Yes, they have seniors. Yes, they have experience. But the talent is not there. That is not going to take you this is a fucking talent-based tournament. Since he can score at will, I think they do that here. And I think we have a two-seed getting bounced second round by a seven-seed and, and uh, with the with the Cincinnati here. So, As much as I wanted to pick Cincinnati here, I just couldn't. I'm, I'm not sold on Tennessee. I don't think that they're a top contender for this. Um, them getting in there on a two-seed um, was a little generous. I'm thinking three was maybe a little better. But they do have the offensive playmakers to win this one. I don't think it's going to be too big of a problem. I see him winning by like eight or nine if this is the matchup. Um, so I'm rolling Tennessee here. I'd like to see them get beat, but this is what it, it is. What it is. We shall see. That brings us to our Sweet 16. We both have number one in the south corner of the bracket. Number one, Virginia versus number four, K-State. How are you leaning in here, Trav? Um... Virginia has a solid team. I think they can 
finally overpower K-State here. Um, they have that solid big man um, down low, and they have good guard play to kind of they, – they bring together the offense that K-State really doesn't have um, and just a little bit more solid of a defense. And that's – I'm leaning the same way. Virginia is going to be on a war path after what happened last year. And K-State is kind of, kind of runs into a buzzsaw. I mean, I literally think Virginia is going to be on a fucking mission to get back to the Final Four after yeah. what happened to them last year. Um, they're both smothering on defense, but Virginia has the better scoring offense a bit. Like Travis said, with that guard play and that big man down low, and I think that's the big difference here, is that they have more talent on offense than Kansas State, um, which is going to propel them to, to kind of win here. Yeah. And moving on into the other Sweet 16 game, we have I have number three Purdue versus number two Tennessee. Jared has number three Purdue versus number seven Cincinnati. Um, who do you have here? Uh, Purdue and Cincy are about the same when it comes to, to defensive rankings, but the Boilermakers are better on the offensive side of the ball. Their their big their big guy on offense is Carson Edwards. He kind of faded towards the end of the year, uh, but if he can mm-hmm. return to form in this tourney, I think they're going to be dangerous. And I think he does find a way to do that. You know something. If you're a fucking A player and, 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 and a solid player, when it comes to the big moments, you're able you're able to, to dig deep and kind of pull it out. And I think he does that, and I think Purdue kind of just – he's the difference maker in this game against Cincinnati to go to the Elite Eight to play Virginia. Is he the guy that, like, tore his knee and broke yeah. his leg in the first round last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, haven't heard a lot out of him this year. I know he was great. Um, I have – Purdue playing Tennessee, which would be a tougher matchup, obviously, than Cincinnati, which is why I have Tennessee winning. Haven't watched much of Purdue, uh, and I hate Tennessee. Man, for a guy that shits on Tennessee. I know, I hate Tennessee, but this is just, their their route so far has just been kind of easy. Purdue got bounced early in the Big Ten, so I can't see them being that strong. And I know Tennessee, when they're playing well, has the ability to damn near beat anybody. So I'm picking them. When they're playing well, though. When they're playing well, and... I'm just going to have to roll on it because I've bet against Tennessee a lot this year and they've turned around and fucked me every time. So now watch me bet on them and then still fuck me, but I'm still going to pick them. All right, well, there we go. So we're going to we're right into our roll right into the Elite Eight matchup for the south corner of the bracket. We got, I have Virginia versus Purdue. Travis has Virginia versus Tennessee. I'm going to keep it straight to the point. I never thought I'd pick them to, to go this far last year because I did have them in my Final Four last year when they lost in the first round against the UMBC Retrievers. But I think this is a different team. They only, they allow only 55 points a game. And they score 72, so I think it's tough to pick against them. So I actually have the Cavaliers beating the Boilermakers here in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four. All right. Probably a game that I would be least excited to watch coming out of that. Um, I have Virginia versus Tennessee, and man, I fucking hate to do it, but I'm keeping doing it. I'm going to pick Tennessee just because of the simple fact that these games that they've played allows them to just be dominant on offense. Virginia doesn't have that good of an offense. Purdue doesn't have that good of an offense. And it's just like they're going to outscore all these people and they find a way to win just by scoring to get to the final I think four. if you're saying that, though, you got you got to go back and look at that game when they have to play in the second round against Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think that but of I get the that. teams if, that if, they play, if, their if, offense is the best. If they get past Cincinnati, then I think the road from there is pretty easy. So I agree with you. I, I can't say I'm in love with it, but whatever. So we're going to roll right into the last one. That was our first uh, Final Four difference pick, though. Yeah, the whole bracket was kind of different for us. So we're going to roll into the Midwest corner of the bracket, the last corner we have to go to before we go to our Final Four. 
Obviously, you both have North Carolina beating Iona. Yep. Straightforward. The 8-9 matchup in this one is Utah State is the 8 seed and Washington is the 9 seed. I'm pretty sure we both have Utah State beating Washington here. I Washington mean, yeah, if Washington can score more than 40 points, they might be able to win. Their offense sucks. Um, and Utah State beat Nevada. Yeah. So. I have Utah State winning just just purely based off Washington's – I said Washington's booty – and that sh- and they show that in the in the Pac-12 championship game. And I just kind of want to throw out there: I don't think of any of these eight or nine matchups. Um, whoever wins, I really don't think any of them could beat any of the ones. I don't think so. And usually, so. usually every I can't remember when the last time it hasn't happened, but I feel like a lot of like every year a once he gets bounced in the second round. It's been happening a lot more lately. But I am not. I don't see that happening this yeah, year. No. Anyway, we're gonna roll right into uh, another five twelve matchup in the Midwest. We have number five Auburn. Versus number 12, New Mexico State. Another intriguing 5-12 here. I think this is another one that gets overlooked just because it's a 5-12. Um, Auburn has just such a weird style of play. Like, and I, all the announcers will say this. Just, like, the way that they play the game of basketball is so different than any other team. Their offense is so fucking explosive, and I think that they're not going to lose to New Mexico State. Uh, Auburn's hot, and their thumping of Tennessee in the SC Championship game is notable. New Mexico State is a good team in their own right. They're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, which is interesting. If Auburn lets them get too many offensive rebounds, that could be the demise of their downfall. But I don't think it's going to happen. Their ability to rain from downtown is the stuff of nightmares. They're fifth in the country in three-point field goals per game. So I think they're going to win this one. I told you guys every year I picked two 12s or fives. I already did my two. Yeah. I think Auburn kind of kind of wins this one. Almost anyone on their team has the ability to make a three-pointer. So Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on into the next shitstorm of a team, we have number four, Kansas, versus number 13, Northeastern. Didn't write anything down. I think Kansas wins this one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know Kansas isn't that good, but come on, Northeastern. Yeah. For sure. I would love to see him lose. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, though. It'd be awesome. Uh, The next game, number six, Iowa State. Jared's Big 12 tournament winners versus number 11, Ohio State, which is a game that's I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. Iowa State's one of my favorite teams in in this field. I nailed them to win the Big 12 tournament as the five seed. Um, That probably propelled them to go up to a six seed in the actual tournament. OSU was a bubble team. And I think if you look at them, you could actually argue they shouldn't even be in the tournament. Um, Any of those 11 seeds, you can argue that maybe yeah, they shouldn't be there. especially out of the Big Ten. I mean, them and Iowa both, I think you could argue both they shouldn't be in there. Iowa State is deadly. It's a deadly shooting team, which is a great recipe yeah. to win in March. And I think that's a, that they, they kind of continue their hot streak <clears> and, and beat, beat the Buckeyes here. Yeah, for sure. Insert Cyclone by Baby Bash. <laughs> Um, no, but I have Iowa State. They have a solid offense. I'm not going to go back and go find and edit a fucking clip of Cyclone Baby Bash and put it in the podcast. Fuck you. All right. Um, revert back to 2019 now. Iowa has, State has a solid offense. Coming off title win. Don't think that they're going to lose that, that energy. No, I don't think so either. Um, that's going to bring us to the next one. Easy one. Three Houston versus 14 Georgia State. I watched Houston. I was impressed with them. They're... Uh, uh, Corey Davis Jr., I'm pretty sure is his name. He's a monster, and he's going to score 20-something points and win. I didn't write anything down. Uh, I don't think Georgia State t- stands a chance. Uh, I think Houston's going to roll. Going into their 7-10 matchup in the Midwest, Wofford and Seton Hall. Seven- this is tough for me. Really? Yeah. Um, I really wanted to pick Seton Hall, 
Jarrett threw at me that Wofford is great at shooting from three point. Forty two percent from what three. That was. They're like a mini Auburn. Yeah. Um so when he told me that, I was like that kinda was like the nail in the coffin for me to go back and pick Wofford. So I think they can get up early and just kinda be on cruise control from there. Seton Hall is in a big conference team, which makes me think that Wofford can can pull this one out. For sure. Wofford, like I said, I wrote down, yes, they're, they are on a heater. They shoot 42% from three, which is a great – if you shoot from three, it's a, great, it's a great recipe to win in March. Whatever it is, teams that shoot well behind, beyond the arc have a, good, have a good recipe to win in March. Also, Wofford hasn't lost since December 20th. So they literally have not lost in twenty in the, in the calendar year, um, and I just think they're the they better. Were, they didn't win their conference tournament, did they? Yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah, they haven't lost since, since December twentieth, twenty eighteen. So give me the fucking Wofford Terriers here, baby. There you go to, to beat Seton Hall to the Pirates. Um, this last one, Kentucky versus Abilene Christian. I mean, Kentucky's gonna roll. We all have Let's move on. Um, moving in, we kind of already North covered Carolina's this. North is gonna beat Utah State. Yeah, we we don't have yeah. any any eight or nine teams beating a one. So we got North Carolina. In the second round, beating Utah State. This matchup could be a really good one, or yes. it could be a blowout. A blowout. Number five, Auburn versus number four, the state next to Missouri. Yes, the state to the. <laughs> we're looking at a map. It's the state to the left of Missouri. <laughs> so. um, but no, uh, we. I think we both have Auburn winning this one. Yeah. Kansas is an impressive. Auburn's on a heater. No brainer for me. Kansas has lost to some pretty shitty teams. KU is not the same team they were in years past. And Bill Self's a chode. Bill Self is a fucking massive fucking dickbag. <laughs> um, he can go eat a fucking... I don't even want to say what, I, what I'm going to finish there. Um, but there's rumors swirling around that he may not even return next year. Um, he might retire, apparently, with a lackluster season. FBI investigation. Go crack down on feds. Fuck you, Joel Embiid. Um... And Auburn shoots the lights out of the gym. I think they shoot them out of the gym. Um, again, shooting beyond three is was the key for me picking Iowa State to like go in the in the Big Twelve tournament. And I think it kind of continues. If you can shoot well from three, you're going to do well in March. Auburn beats Kansas here. All right, there it is. Um, same same picks here. Going on, we both have the same one here. Number six, Iowa State versus number three, Houston. Um, I'm sorry, Houston, but Iowa State's on fire. Yep, same. That's what I said. They're they they are the tougher team and a better conference, playing better teams. They're better. Yep, I was that's what I said. Iowa State is also hot. They have the hot hand, and with their ability to show up from deep, the ability to shoot it, recipes to win in March. Yep, they get a Sweet Sixteen berth and beat Houston for sure. And. Uh, Going into this last game, number seven Wofford, first number two Kentucky. I mean Wofford. We just good. We, we, we just said like the rest. I've been saying the recipe to win is the beat is the shoot from three, but Kentucky's more. Athletic. But Kentucky's just it's Kentucky, yeah. And they're not going to lose to a Wofford in the second round. They're just not. Um, I'm sorry. I think that um, like Wofford would be good, and they'd have a chance to beat number two seed if they weren't playing Kentucky. For sure. For sure. For sure. So. Um, we're going to go ahead and roll into our, our, wow, our Elite Eight matchups in the Midwest corner Six, of the bracket. Sweet 16. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Sweet 16. Uh, UNC versus Auburn. We both have it. Um, Jared, go ahead. I have UNC going down here. I said, if Auburn can stay, so the thing is here, like, there's a lot of ifs involved in this. Yeah. This, 
I said, this is my biggest, like, I don't know. Like, this is my biggest, like, I, I don't even know what to, what to say here. But they're on a roll. And besides Oregon, they're one of the hottest teams in, in the tourney. And sometimes that's all it takes. And I think if they can stay hot beyond the, beyond, beyond the arc, stay out of foul trouble, do what they do, then they can beat North Carolina here, who's a very solid team. I think they're a fantastic team. I, I think that the recipe to win a march is shooting behind the arc, and Auburn has it. Yeah, you're going to roll with it, but I don't think so here. UNC is the better team. I think this is where Auburn, relying on that three ball, comes back to bite them a little bit. Just because of the simple fact that I don't think that they're going to win that many games shooting three. They're going to go cold, um, and you don't want to go cold against UNC. Shit, even if you're hot against UNC, you might lose. They have the ability to score anytime they want to, so I'm going to pick UNC here. All right, it rolls into our other Sweet 16 matchup. We have Iowa State, the number six seed Iowa State Cyclones. Whoa. <laughs> Versus number two, Kentucky Wildcats. Um, I think we both have the same thing here. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was hard enough to pick for me to pick Iowa State to beat Houston. Um, so here I am picking Kentucky. Yeah, uh, you know, I think we're going to have, for me, I have an all-SEC lead eight. Um, in this corner of the bracket for me. Both Iowa State and UK are talented on the offensive side of the ball. But Kentucky's what's what's phenomenal about Kentucky is their ability to get to the free throw line. They're top 10 in the country in, in, in free throws. Um, and it, I think that gives them the edge here, attacking the lane, attacking the basket, getting fouled, going to the line and kind of eliminating that, that shooting three-point range ability from Iowa State. All right, we both have that. Um, I have UNC versus Kentucky. You have Auburn versus Kentucky. Who do you have going to the Final Four? Yeah, and kind of like how you said in the last round, here's where Auburn's luck beyond the arc for me kind of fades out. Like, yeah, they, it's they going to happen. They shoot the lights out. They win three games in the tournament. They get to the Elite Eight, which is phenomenal. Um, they're just not a championship team. They're not. If they can stay hot beyond, beyond the arc, though, and stay out of foul trouble, they very, very I mean, they well can easily beat, could be anybody. They can beat anyone, yeah. If they're shooting but I think that kind of runs out here. I think P.J. Washington for Kentucky is going to be tough, um, and he's going to be the difference maker in a game like this if it does happen. You live by the three, you die by the three, and they die by it here. They fizzle out. Too many critical errors. Give U.K. too many chances at the stripe and inside the paint, and that's kind of where they win the game is inside driving the basket, which Auburn can't do. Yep. Um, And I have UNC versus Kentucky, and sorry for being so basic with the 1-2, but I said it earlier that you know, some of these one-two seeds are the best teams in the country, and there's just no way around it. Um, and it's, for me, it's going to come down to playmakers, and UNC just has a few more. I feel like all of their guys on the floor at any point can be a difference maker for them. So I have them going to the Final Four over Kentucky. All right, so that brings us to our Final Four. Jared's Final Four teams, real quick. He's got Duke, Florida State, Kentucky, and Virginia. So we got a one, one versus four. And a one versus a two. Travis. I have Duke, um, Florida State, Tennessee, and North Carolina. So you have one, four and a two and a one. One, four, one, two. So I, that's what I have. One, four, one, two. A um, little bit different. So my first Final Four matchup, we actually, on the one side of the bracket, Travis and I have the same Final Four matchup. We both have Duke making it there against Florida State. I think we're both leaning the same way as to who who we have won in this matchup. Um, Duke, then I don't think it's that close of a game. I don't think so either. Duke's already beat Florida State twice this year. Um, And, I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't be there, but Zion and R.J. Barrett. 
I mean, are going to lift this team. It seems like they're on a war path. You can pretty much take this episode and delete it if Zion gets hurt, though. True. I, my bracket will be totally rearranged. Anything that I fill out if Zion decides to not play or tweak something and gets hurt, anything on my bracket, you can just crumple it up and throw it in the trash. They would have already said something about that because the gamble. But if he gets hurt in the game things. in the tournament, they're done. True, true. Like Travis Without I, him, they, they are not here. Travis and I are talking like at the beginning of the week before we thought Zion was going to play in the AC. If I were Zion, I would have sat out the rest of the year, but that's beyond the point. Whatever. We both have Duke and Florida State. If Zion's there, he's the difference maker. They're going to the championship game. They're going to be they're going to be Florida State. On the other side of the bracket, Travis and I have a totally different matchup. Matchup. I have Kentucky versus Virginia. Travis has Tennessee versus North Carolina. So both gonna, different one two seeds. Yeah, they're both one two. I'm gonna let Travis go ahead and go first. Remember, Travis has Tennessee Versus North Carolina. For a guy who, I'm going to say, for a guy who's talked shit on Tennessee a lot this year. And this is where it comes into play because I don't have them winning. I have UNC beating Tennessee. Just from the simple fact of Tennessee's road to get here has been fairly simple, they're going to play UNC and run into a buzzsaw. Um, UT has weaknesses. They'll be exposed and show why UNC and the ACC is the best fucking conference in basketball because UNC and Duke in the championship, what a fucking championship game that would be. God, that would suck. It would suck because I hate both those. I really don't like both those teams, but that would be probably one of the most electric environments, electric championship games in a while. Yeah, so mine is Kentucky versus Virginia. Um, it's a this is a tougher matchup simply because UVA is locked down on D. Virginia is locked down on D, but Kentucky has the ability to score from outside and inside. If they can attack the basket and get to the free throw line, like I said earlier, and get Virginia kind of second guessing their ability to, to defend them, like hey, like they're like in like get them to back off on defense because they're getting in the line so much. I think that's what's kind of going to be the big difference maker in that game. Is and that would propel Kentucky to win. So I have Kentucky beating Virginia in the Final Four to go to the championship game. So I have Duke Kentucky. Travis has Duke North Carolina. One 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 two. Yeah. Um, pretty chalk. But like when it comes down to it, the top eight teams in this bracket in these brackets are the top eight teams in the country. Um, and the matchup we would like to see just because of the simple energy of the game would be Duke-UNC, which is what I have. One-point game in the ACC tournament with Zion. I have no idea who wins this one, but I'm going to go ahead and say that they even up the series on the year 2-2, two to two, and Zion and Duke take the national championship. I feel like Jared's leaning the same way. While Travis said Duke-UNC would be a great championship <clears throat> game, I think Duke-Kentucky would be another great one in its own right. Two Blue Bloods just battling out. Calipari, Coach K, Zion... P.J. Washington. I mean, I feel like this would just be an, an awesome game. Um, numerous lottery picks are playing in this game, but Duke was my preseason pick. Two weeks ago, like I said, I wouldn't have picked them, but Zion back has them playing grade-A basketball. They're a totally different team with him on the floor. He kind of opens up opens up, opens up scoring opportunities for R.J. Barrett. That I don't know if you guys saw, but that fucking bounce pass he had like halfway across the gym. I mean, he just opens up. Phenomenal. He opens up their game so much. He's he's he he's LeBron in college essentially. With him healthy, there's no way they don't win. Yep, the same. And that's why I said, and I have Duke beating Kentucky. Like in an electric game, though, a very close game, like two point game. Duke beating Duke beating Kentucky. I feel so. yeah, and Duke even with Duke UNC, <clears throat> it's going to be a close one. Like they're they're not by any means overpowering any of these teams, but 
I feel like they'll they can beat anyone for sure. So. so that was our full tournament breakdown. I think Travis may like maybe helpful for him to like tweet out like pictures of our brackets so you guys can see because I know it can get, get confusing talking about it. But that was our full breakdown of the tournament. This has been a long night. It's now ten o'clock on a Sunday night. We both have to go to work tomorrow, so. We are going to be watching the tournament live on Thursday at Travis's house. I'll be in Nashville the rest of the weekend. Travis will be still watching it, live tweeting it. It'll be fun, lines, whatever you feel. Um, he'll be doing it. And then we'll probably be back with another episode next week around the same time. Um, probably previewing the MLB, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, I would think so. MLB season coming up. Um, hopefully you guys can can maybe take some of our picks and put them on your own or not. Who knows if you want to have a shitty bracket, but ultimately it's going to be awesome. Can't wait to, uh, to get to go through this. So we will review our picks next week when the first and second rounds are over. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, take it easy and, uh, peace. Love. Love that fucking man. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roller pound up a gas. Put your lanes in the Grand Rapids. We the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga. Go to the map. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. Only one to live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want for the bitch that might have made me fuck her even though she average. Dirty money in the cook. 45 by my good. We young nigga in the cook. Take you out for some joints. It's counter money, no rush. I'm on the one way flushing. Loud packs, man, it must be. These fucking police can't touch me. These bogus police can't touch me. No.